Hello and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things self-love, spirituality, and personal growth. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm a three-time author, content creator, avid traveler, entrepreneur, and matcha enthusiast. You are at the right place if you're ready to rediscover the love within, align with your purpose, and unleash your highest potential. It's time to claim your power. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Claim Your Power podcast. I am on some like energetic high right now, having like an out of body experience. Not actually, guys, but I just had a dance party. Like, I was, I've been working all morning on my laptop, and then some urge in me just like got up. I put Take On Me. If you guys know that song, well, most of you probably do, but it's the best song. And I just started dancing. I I was like getting down and groovy and shaking some ass, like, and like you know when like post dancing, you're just like on dopamine high. That's how I feel right now. I also have a really exciting announcement. So if you guys listened to my past podcast episode about the twelve laws of the universe, you already know about this. But if you're just joining the podcast or you just are binging this episode right now, this is the announcement. So I am officially now offering one-on-one coaching calls. This is something that you guys have wanted me to put out for so long. I would get messages from you guys saying, you want to work one-on-one with me and you want to book a session with me. Whether it's career-driven or you're going through a breakup and you need my guidance on that or like your friendships in your life or just understanding things on a spiritual level, I am here to help you and I'm here to guide you and I'm so happy that I can finally put this offering up into the world and to really help you guys because obviously the podcast and the content that I put out is helpful and can really empower you to an extent but at the end of the day it doesn't have a personalized approach and working one-on-one with me where I can like see your beautiful face and I can hear your story and I can really support you on that deep level can really be life-changing for both you but also me. I really owe so much transformation that has happened in my life to one-on-one coaching that I've done with my own mentors in my life. Mentorship is transformational, okay? Like there's one thing, you know, listening to podcasts, watching content, but working one-on-one with someone who you look up to, who you want to learn from, and really gaining the right tools that will help you make a personal transformation in your life. So if you're listening to me talk about this right now and a part of you is just saying, I wanna work with her, I need to meet with her, and there's just like this intuitive instinct, act on it because you're feeling that for a reason. We're meant to connect. We're meant to work one-on-one. And I really want to support and empower you. So if you're someone who's really ready to embark on that profound journey of self-discovering, of self-love, of personal healing, my one-on-one coaching is designed to help you transcend your limitations, rediscover the love that resides within you, and really step into your highest self. And the best part about one-on-one coaching is it's really personalized and I get to know you on a personal deep level and we get to connect and work together and I get to help you and just put a smile on your face and really help you transform the way that I have transformed my own life It is my service to support others and I'm so happy that I can finally be offering this. And I honestly believe that magic and miracles can happen in just an hour. Like just by one hour of working one-on-one with someone, you can really make a transformation and come to, you know, so many wise and amazing conclusions in your life. So my mission is really to help you and really be there to support you. So if you're someone who's feeling called to work with me, get on that train. Let's work together. I want to see your beautiful face. I want to get to know you. And currently I'm offering it at the early 
early bird price, meaning that my coaching, this is like the lowest price that it will ever be. So this is the perfect time to really jump on it and to get to work with me and I get to work with the amazing, wonderful person that you are. So I'm going to leave the sign up link in the stand store and in the episode notes so we can work together and I honestly can't wait. But yeah, anyways, so today we're going to talk about my morning routine because this is something that you guys ask about me a lot and I believe that I filmed an episode about my morning routine in 2022. Like I believe it's down in the podcast episodes, you guys can find it. But I did change my morning routine since then and I want to share with you guys the things that I've been doing every single morning that have really set me up for a positive day, that have really helped me uplift and keep my energies high. And this is just something that works for me. So obviously take what resonates. And yeah, I'm just gonna share with you like my tips and tricks, everything that I like to do. And maybe you can take these things and apply whatever you want into your own life because I honestly think that this is like, I've had a lot of morning routines. I've tried a lot of different morning routines and this one that I've mastered has really been so efficient and has been so illuminating and has really been the most powerful that I've done so far. So first off, let's start with the big question of when do I wake up? So honestly, it really depends on what I have planned for the day because you guys know I have, I'm a content creator, but I'm also a student at university. So when I have classes and lectures for university, I, it really depends. Like sometimes I have an 8am lectures and other days I just don't have any school. And like, those are my work days or those are my self-care days. But I wake up like I would say around 8 to 8.30 a.m. on an average day, depends. Sometimes I have to wake up earlier or sometimes like on weekends, on Saturdays I sleep in. But those are like my average around 8, 8.30 a.m. And the first thing that I do when I wake up is I close my eyes. Well, I guess that they're already closed, but I open my eyes, I glimmer them open, and then I close them back again. But I sit up in my bed, like in Sukhasana, like cross-legged apple, crisscross applesauce position for some of you guys, if you guys don't know what the yoga term is. But I sit on like that on my bed. And oh, also there's an airplane going right outside my apartment right now. And I hope that it's not picking up in the mic. But anyways, so this is like a very chaotic episode. I'm seeing this energy, guys. It's the dopamine from the dancing. But anyways, so I wake up, I sit cross-legged on my bed and I close my eyes and I just think about some things that I'm grateful for in that moment. So I just think the universe or God or a higher power, whatever you believe in. I just like to say the universe because I think it's a broad term that it can apply to many things. But I just thank the universe for everything that I have, all the positive things that have happened to me up to this day. I think for my health, for my family, for the fresh air outside, for my well-being, for my community. Like I just sit and I just sit in this sense of gratitude for around a minute and I just think it because I really think you know when you wake up that's when your brain is in theta waves that's when your brain is most impressionable and that's why things like affirmations and visualizations work best in the morning or right before you drift off to sleep and so I really would like to take advantage of the theta wave state in the morning and just really set myself up for a positive day by putting out some good energy out into the world. Then I open my blinds to let the light in because it is so good for your circadian rhythm to just pick up natural 
natural light right when you wake up. So I open the blinds, I open the window if the weather is good to let some fresh air in, and then I make my bed. And I think making your bed in the morning is so, so important. I think there's like a whole book on it called Make Your Bed, I think. Maybe I butchered the name, maybe it has a different name. But it's really all about this concept of like taking small steps in the morning that will set you up for greater results. So making my bed is like my first little ritual that I know, okay, even if my whole life is chaotic, even if I have a really busy day or I'm feeling sad that day or whatever it may be, like my bed is made and I took that first step in the morning to have a clean space. I really think that your outer space that you're living in reflects your inner state of being. And so sometimes when I feel like I'm feeling chaotic within myself and I'm feeling that I'm overthinking or I have a lot to get done or I'm emotionally overwhelmed, creating a safe, positive, clean space for me to have and just like cleaning up after myself and organizing really helps clear my head. Even I remember around a month ago, I had like a really rough day that day and I was just very emotional and a lot of things were happening in my life. And what I would have usually done is I would have sat on my phone and just kind of not thought about it and kind of tried to numb what I was feeling. But I've been really working on this past year on feeling all the extents of my emotions without numbing them and without avoiding them and just allowing them to pass, come up to surface and heal through them. So instead I decided to clean my entire apartment. And when I tell you that after I was cleaning and listening to Fleetwood Mac for like two hours and just like like cleaning every little spot in my apartment, I felt like a new woman. I honestly forgot that I was sad. <laughs> it was so powerful. And so sometimes cleaning up your space is really important to clean up your inner space too. And so I really recommend like tidying up your space in the morning or even the night before so that you wake up to a clean space. It's so powerful. Then what I'll do is I'll lay out my yoga mat on my floor and I'll do some like light stretching for around five to 10 minutes. Nothing major. Sometimes I'll do a guided YouTube yoga on um, I really like listening to yoga with Cassandra. I think she's amazing. And she actually is one of the people who ignited my yoga journey. Because when before I started yoga, I was actually doing like 10 minutes yoga in my house when I was just getting into it before I ever actually started practicing and before I even got my training done. But I really love her and she has amazing 10-minute yoga flows for the morning. So sometimes I'll do those or sometimes I'll just do my own practice and just, you know, stretch out the body, wake up my muscles and everything. And then I will lay down and I will do my angel energy guided meditation. It's a three-minute meditation to cleanse your energy, cleanse your aura, tap into some good energy in the morning. And the good news is you guys can do this meditation too. So I'll actually include the download link to the meditation in the episode notes if you guys want to download and join me every single morning as I do this meditation. And what I love most about this meditation that I created is it's only three minutes. So it's really something amazing if you want to start out with meditation and cleansing your energy in the morning, but you don't have a lot of time on your hands or you know meditating for a long time is kind of difficult for you. This is an amazing way to start and just it leaves you feeling so good. So I'll leave the link in the episode notes so you guys can download it as well. And then after doing that, I will sit on my desk and I will journal for around five to 10 minutes. Sometimes I do like stream of consciousness journaling, which is like a thought dump basically for a couple of pages. But what has been really efficient for me is I will do gratitude journaling. So I will make a list of like 10 things that I'm grateful for this morning and really just focusing on like the small ordinary things too. So the fresh air, my health, my clear skin, my family, my friends, everything that I used to like pray for to have in my life or everything that I would take for granted 
in that moment, I really take time to be conscious about it and write it down. And then I will either write down like a journal prompt about what I want to release from the day before, what is something that I want to work on, like it kind of alters, but I really hone down on the gratitude every single morning. I think it's really powerful. And then I set some daily intentions in my journal. So maybe it's some things that I need to get done throughout the day, but it's also like the more spiritual side to things. Like how do I want to act throughout the day? What type of woman do I want to be? Do I want to be present? Do I want to respond to things with love? Do I want to take things more slow? Do I want to be more productive that day? Like setting those daily intentions for myself really helps me set the foundation for the type of day that I'm going to have. Another thing that I really like to do is right before I journal, I will light up a candle or if I don't have a candle in the moment, I'll burn some incense. One of those things to really cleanse the energy in my room and just like bring positive new energy within my space. I find it really powerful. And a lot of actually psychic mediums say that when you light a candle, you're inviting in more spirit guidance and you're inviting in a direct connection to source in the universe. And I really do feel that. I feel that when I light a candle, I actually have a candle going right now as I'm filming this, but I really do feel that when I light a candle, it's like igniting this flame of my connection to source and the divine. And it's really powerful. It's like a small gesture that I, I just love to do and it's part of my routine. Like I have my candle or my incense and I journal and in the background, I'll either have silence if I really need to have that silence in the morning or I'll like I'll put some theta waves or frequency music like 432 hertz I really like. Um, music just to like calm down my nervous system as I'm journaling. Sometimes I do listen to affirmations, but recently I've been really focused on just like frequency music to really just like be in my own thoughts because for so long I feel like a lot of us escape our thoughts. We use music and we use podcasts and news and all these and talking on the phone and watching TikTok is like it's a form of escapism from our thoughts. And what I've been working on recently is like being okay with being in my thoughts and noticing them and observing them and it's it's become kind of this like mindfulness practice for me that I really enjoy. So after I journal, I will get up and I'll make some tea. I like to drink chamomile tea or green tea with honey in the morning. I don't drink coffee. I love coffee, but it's not good for me. It makes me really jittery and just like puts my nervous system out of whack. So I've just learned to listen to my body over the years and on occasion I'll have some coffee, but I've basically replaced coffee with tea. I do love to drink matcha, but I don't drink matcha right away. I like to enjoy my matcha like later in the day. So it's like I'm not dependent on the caffeine hit. I, I drink caffeine free tea and then I'll have my matcha like later in the day around 11 or 12 as like a little ritual like to start off the middle of the day. But basically I'll drink my tea and then I'll make breakfast. I do not do any intermittent fasting or anything like that. I also think that if you're a woman listening, it's really not good for your hormones unless you're post-menopause intermittent fasting is not good for you for your hormones for your cycle um you know you choose you make your own decisions for what's good for your body but just like from a lot of experiences and from other women and from nutritionists and holistic health coaches that are my friends that I've talked to like we all collectively agree that like intermittent fasting may not be the best choice for young women especially like if you're in your teens or 20s so I like to eat breakfast. I'm a hungry person. Like I wake up hungry on the dot. So I will usually like my breakfast kind of like changes every single day, but I'll have some form of protein like eggs or chia pudding or yogurt and I'll have veggies or fruits and avocado and maybe a salad or um, 
I'm trying to think what else. Just like like really basic things. Like I don't do anything crazy for breakfast, but I do like to eat a big breakfast because that's just what works for my body. I find that when I eat a big breakfast, it really helps me set the day to feel better in my body and then I'll have like a lighter dinner. But it alters every day. And if you guys want me to talk about more like recipes and stuff like that, let me know because I can definitely do like Instagram reels and TikToks on like breakfast ideas that I like to do. But I'll eat my breakfast and then I'll take my supplements and my vitamins. So recently I've been taking vitamin C every day and probiotics and spirulina. In the winter, I really honed down on the vitamin C just because like it, you're more easily susceptible to getting sick because it's winter. Um, but in the summer, like I take it vitamin C like once a day or every other day. And spirulina is just good for like cleansing the system, cleansing the gut. And um, probiotics is for gut health, which I love to take. And those are the supplements that I've been taking recently. And I also take this one supplement that my acupuncturist gave me for hormones. It's a Chinese herb. I don't remember the name, but it really helps me balance my hormones and my cycle. I'll have to check with that what the name of that is because I don't want to butcher the name. But if you guys are interested, message me and I'll send you like a a photo over DM of what that supplement is because it's really changed my body and my hormone cycle. Um, I love to take it. It makes me feel so good. It makes my skin clear, just everything. Like I really believe supplements and vitamins are like really vital for your health, but also be careful about what companies you're consuming your supplements from. Because I honestly think that the supplement industry has become like the pharmaceutical industry and like all these supplement companies are like trying to sell you these, uh, you know supplements that aren't even supplements because you look at the ingredients and they got vegetable oils and cane sugars in them so they're not even good for your health so really be careful about what type of companies you're consuming from really consume only vitamins and supplements that you think are really vital for your health and have positive you know rich ingredients and not this bs it's like someone saying oh take magnesium but it's literally like a cane sugar pill so just be careful of that watch out for that be conscious consumers it's really important and then i want to mention really quick that the first hour of my morning is no phones so i don't go on my phone the first hour in the morning sometimes i will use my phone just to like play like frequency music or um, you know, play some affirmations. But for the most part, like I will not check messages. I will not check my emails. I will not scroll on Instagram the first hour of the morning. I think the first hour of the morning is the hour for you. It's a collective time for you to like really clean up your space, your energy, your aura to come back into yourself. It's so, so important. So I really recommend, even if you don't have a lot of time in the morning and just taking like the first 20 minutes, it's super life-changing because when you scroll on your phone, it's like you're tapping into so much energy. And, and like, I really believe in like starting your day on like a slower note because especially if you live like a more busy life, like me, like I'm a student and I'm a content creator. I work a lot. Like I just, I have busy days. And so starting off the morning on a slow note is really important for my mental health and I really recommend that and I think the phones really get in the way of that and so try not to go on your phone the first hour in the morning it's a big I think if, if you're used to it, it's going to take a big adjustment but it's so worth it it is so worth it I cannot tell you like how much better I feel when I don't go on my phone the first hour in the morning versus when I do when I don't, I, I feel like my mind is so clear. I have so much creativity, especially on days where I know that I'm filming a podcast episode. Like I will probably not go on my phone for the first hour or two in the morning because I want to have that inspiration strike and that signs of creativity come to me. And I feel that when I'm on social media all day, like it just blocks that. And then last part of my morning routine, it is time to get ready for my day. It is time to 
put on my outfit to get ready for whatever day I have ahead, whether it's school or a work day or a fun day, whatever it may be. And while I get ready, what I like to do, like when I'm doing my makeup and I'm getting dressed is I like to listen to some form of inspiring content. So whether that be like a podcast episode that I'm catching up on, maybe it's some Abraham Hicks that I want to listen to, an audiobook. Recently, I've been listening to The Game of Life and How to Play It on Audible. It's an awesome book. I really recommend it. Or I've been also really into Lior Alexandra on YouTube. She's awesome. She's an awesome creator. And she does a, a bunch of like YouTube videos that are very spiritual and she does a lot of full moon and new moon energy readings so if it's like a full moon and a new moon um, at that point of my morning routine like I will listen to one of her videos to see like the astrology behind and the energy of the day it's really awesome but I really just try while I'm getting ready again is to listen to some form of inspiring content because when you're getting ready and you're busy and you're multitasking it's a good time for your brain to really pick up all that juicy, creative, inspiring content. And so I really like to do that. It makes me feel so good. Sometimes I'll also listen to music, but I really make sure that in the morning, the type of music that I consume is high frequency music, like really positive music. Like I like Jason Mraz, for instance, or the artist Train. Um, those are awesome for the morning, but I try not to listen to like any like major pop music or like rap music right when I wake up just because some of those musics can be like low vibrations and that's not to say I don't listen to those music. I do because you know, I'm human and I love that music, but just not right when I wake up in the morning. I like to like start off my day with some chill folk acoustic songs. And then once I'm ready, I start my day and honestly, this morning routine has set me up for so much success, for so much good energy in my life. And it is something I swear by. And on days where I skip it are days that I really feel that I skipped it. And those are the days that I feel that I, I'm missing out on some good energy. So when I do it, it's like even when I woke up from a funk the night before, it's like it really sets me up for feeling good and for success. So I really recommend you take what resonated with you today from this episode. You apply it into your own life. You find a way to make it your, your own and find a way to make it balanced for you. And you guys let me know. Message me if you started this type of morning routine and how much it's impacted you. Or maybe you have more ideas that I could add some addition to my morning routine. I'll be happy to hear. So as always, you can message me on Instagram and yeah. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, I will talk to you next week. Bye.